an anointed hallelujah. Amen. It's a pleasure to be in our midst this morning. I'm so glad. I'm very, very much happy. Let me tell you something. Whatever success we have achieved, we have done it together. Because many a time we have stood here to pray for us. How many of many of many times pastor will tell me we are praying for you? And let me tell you something, your prayers have done great things. Hallelujah. I want to, I'm very happy to see Sister Rene. It was a great day when she brought some team from this church to Odey really. Then, in fact, what we did, if not for God, no man should be able to do that. We are praying all over the town and the old people were shouting, Pastor, you brought strangers to our land. We will deal with you. I just ignore as if I didn't hear what they are saying. But let me tell you something. That prayer we pray on that day result to the award of the contract of the road from Ore to Agaraba. It was the next day the contract was awarded because the road was so bad and it was one of our prayer points during the prayer work. Let's clap for Jesus. I want to sincerely appreciate our daddy in the Lord. Let me tell you something. He was the one that prayed for myself and my wife. I can still remember when he heard that we are doing God's work in his village, in his town. He just prayed and he released grace upon us. Listen to me, that grace has worked for us. I told him, I said, Daddy, if you just come all the way from here to Nigeria <laughs> and pray for me and I had this success. What about now that I'm in the headquarters, the power source? <laughs> I said, that means I'm going with multiple grace. Yeah. I want us to just stand up and thank God for our daddy and our mommy who have been a blessing to the nations. Let us wave to God and say, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we give you praise, we give you honor, we give you adoration. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Please have your seat. This morning I want to, I have a message for every one of us. I told daddy I had a revelation about this church. And that revelation, I know is going to come to pass. And that revelation is this. This is your season of restoration. I saw the blind eyes open. I saw the dead raised. And and I saw those who are walking in circles. They were returned and they were restored. So I want you to know that this is your season of restoration. Tell your neighbor, this is my season of restoration. Hallelujah. Then I want to share with us some of the things that God has done together with us. I mean, work fun and even sanctuary for the nations. You know, all these, all papa's sons always have for the nations. We copied from you, sir. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Now, we have a, God gave us the education mission. When we got to that land, the key that God gave us to penetrate the, the land where we are, that is Okitupa, is education mission. We, it started so small, but God has made it big. Hallelujah. So I want, the, 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 I want to show us some pics, because this will help me in the message that God gave to us this morning. Hallelujah. Please, I want to see from the slide. 
The school started in November 3rd, 2003. Myself and my wife, we packed our bag and baggages <laughs> and we came to this land. The Lord gave us the wisdom to start the school. In November 3rd, 2003, we started in a, in, a, in a room. 10 by 12 feet room. And we call it a daycare center. And God has helped us. It has grown. Now we have about 570 students. We have the primary, which is like the elementary and the middle school here. We have about 480-something. Then we have the secondary, which is about 75. Let's laugh for Jesus. Then we have about uh, the staff that we pray every month, the teachers and supporting staff, we have about 42. So every month we have to pay the sum of about, four, about 1 million every month to pay our staff. Let's laugh for Jesus. Um, imagine someone like me that was being supported then. In fact, I, I didn't know where support would come. Daddy was one of the people that encouraged us then, giving us 10,000 10, every month as a support. But after some time, Daddy began to tell us, you need to think of something that you are going to do in your community. Wherever you are doing the work. And that thing just clicked to what God has, the vision God has given some years back. And look at what God has done. God is now using us to feed about 42 human beings. Let's laugh for Jesus again. Then the name of the school is called Heritage Children Academy. That's the elementary and the middle school. As we know it here. In Ondo State, Okitupa, Nigeria. Then we can see the peaks. It's a rectangular shaped school. And it has almost 40 classrooms. It's long. <laughs> 40 classrooms and offices. Then we have again, where you see in the slide, the children playground for nursery and nurse, kindergarten and nursery students. Then we have the cultural day some of the activities we do do in that school. We have, you can see some of the children dancing to the glory of God. Hallelujah. I don't know whether I can bring them to come and dance beautiful. <laughs> Hallelujah. We have a special dance in that area. Then from the peaks, you can see again some children graduating from the kindergarten and the nursery to the primary section. Those are the ones in blue. Then we have those in green graduation down. They are graduating from the uh, the primary and going to the secondary school. Then we can see them in greens. These ones are being graduated to the secondary school. Then the secondary school, for strategic reasons, we call the secondary school another name. The primary school is known as Heritage Children Academy, while the secondary is known as Gosheland Academy. And let me tell you something. Our main purpose is to raise godly children who are going to be future leaders in whatever sphere of influence they found themselves. That is the goal. Hallelujah. Then we can see this is the secondary school. I've told you the primary school has about 40 classrooms and offices. Then we have the secondary school that have about 30 classrooms and offices. You can see it from the peaks there. Then we have some of the students in the secondary school they are doing some presentation here. Then we have again the choir. We have Gosheland Choir. 
That's the secondary school session. They are, you see them in red. Then, sometimes we do go on field trips. Then, this is a trip to somewhere like uh, the Stone Mountain in Georgia here. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, I know if, if, if you can come on a trip to Nigeria, we might take you to that place. Hallelujah. Then we have the school bus uh, that we do use to convey them. Then you can see, the if you see the next from the slide, the, 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 the primary and the secondary school, they are in the same compound. So that's the, the wall there is the demarcation between the primary and the secondary. And God is doing great things. What I'm showing you from the slide is so small compared to what you are going to see when you get there. Hallelujah. Because it's more than this. Then we have again Chief Akimola Computer Lab. Let's laugh for Jesus. Why, why do we name the lab after our daddy's uh, dad? Is, the reason is this. Number one, dad has been a blessing to us. Two, dad is from that community. Hallelujah. So in appreciation and because of the support we have received from him, we name it after him. Let me tell you something. Many a time they will tell you, you are a foreigner. What are you doing in our community? I will tell you, I'm not a foreigner. I'm an indigenous. Say my father is Chief Akimola. And up to now, they can't believe it. Hallelujah. So many times there will be conflict between them. Uh, it's, it's from here. It's not from this community. Because I'm not from that community, really. I'm saint of God. I based in Lagos. And the Lord gave me a vision to go to that community. And see what God has done. Hallelujah. So brethren, this is the faithfulness of God. Let's laugh for Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, now, before he moves to the next phase of his message, I just want to highlight certain things that he just moved very quickly over. Yeah, I'm on. Testing. Yeah, I'm on. Just think of this. A few years ago, this man lived on 10,000 naira support a month. And now, God has so blessed him to where he's in a position to support 42 families. Of those 42, only two of them do not have a bachelor's degree. And five of them have a master's degree. 42 people every 30 days, depending on the God of Joseph and Allah, to supply and put meal on their table. Hallelujah. So I don't know where you are in your work to where you, don't, you think that it's all over. 10,000 a month, which was at that time $100 a month. Back in the day when we, when we gave it, that's what it was. Yeah. Now, they are employer of labor. To the glory of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Over to you, my friend. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you excited this morning? Yes. Let's stand up and just give God a wave of rain and just say, Lord, we bless you. Lord, we bless you. The God that I've done it for me is going to start in your life. 
is going to start it in your life. Give him a wave offering. Give him a wave offering. Hallelujah. You can have your seat. Beloved, I'm not sharing this testimony for you to see what we have done, but for you to see what we can do and we begin to do even right here in Atlanta. I don't know what you are seeing, but since I came to this Atlanta, I'm seeing opportunities. I have seen land for sales. I have seen so many things. And something is just telling me there are opportunities here. Listen to me. God is about to drop something in your heart that will make you a testimony. Even in this Atlanta. How many of you believe that? Hallelujah. But let me tell you something. There are things you need to know. There are things I know which has helped me. And that's what I want to share with you today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody is about to receive a mantle. A mantle that will take you from where you are now and place you where God has designed for you. Not everybody can catch this. But if you can position yourself and align yourself to this war, you will get it. Amen. You will get it. Because when God is speaking, many a time everybody says, yes, yes. But that thing will only work for those that believe. So number one thing, I call it tips for common grace. I don't need to talk about grace because this ministry has taught us a lot of things about grace. But I'll just say something. Grace is God flowing in us and through us to help us to do everything. I'll just give you this definition. If you can release yourself to God to be used, you'll be surprised and amazed with what God can use you to do. Hallelujah. So, this thing has helped me. Like the message of Papa, Papa Ambi. Ambi. Hallelujah. He said, we are the flesh that Jesus wants to use to manifest to the world. So if you can release yourself, there will be a common grace will be released upon you. So I'm sharing, I'm teaming this, this message, tips for common grace for great exploits. Because I know when I come back, I'm coming back in July by the grace of God, some of you will have testimonies. Number one tips that will help you, that will help us together, to achieve uncommon grace and be and do great exploit where God has placed us is obedience. Obedience to God based on what He has said. What is obedience? Obedience simply means willingness to do what is saying to you. Hallelujah. God said it, I believe it, and I'm doing it. It's not just God said it, I had it, and I didn't do anything about it. Hallelujah. Everybody say, God said it, I believe it, and I'm doing it. Job chapter 36, verse 11 to 12. That's a very powerful scripture. He said, if you are willing and obedient, you will hit what? The good of the land. Hallelujah. There is goody goody in this Atlanta. 
I'm telling you. There are so many opportunities you can tap into. And people will just be looking at you up there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please, let's open to Job chapter 11, verse, 30, verse 36, verse 11 to 12. Job 11. Job, I said Job, not John. Hallelujah. Job 36, 11 to 12. I just want to read that. I have a lot to say. Are we there? If they obey and serve him, look at it. What's the key? Obey. If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in what? In pleasure. Then Isaiah eleven nineteen. that's where I quoted. He said, if you are willing and obedient, you will heed the good of the land. God said it, I believe it, and I'm doing it. God said it, I believe it, and I'm what? I'm doing it. God said it, I believe it, and I'm doing it. My brothers and my sister, you don't need prayer to be blessed of God. All you need is to just obey. Listen to me, I'm a Lagos boy. I was born in Lagos. Then I had a vision to go to Ondo State. I obey God and see what God has done with me. I see some of you here, you have great vision. And you are thinking, how will I carry out this vision in this place? Listen to me. Grace is being released upon you. I said, grace is being released upon you. God will cause you to do exploits in this land of Georgia, Atlanta. In Jesus' name. Number two. Number two tips from common grace. Faith and faithfulness to God. We have had so much teaching on faith. Daddy thought, gave us three tips on how to understand what faith is. He said, trust, rely, and what? Had hair. What do I call it? These are the core things that faith involves. Hallelujah. What is faith? Hebrews 11 declare and made it clearer again to us. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I want us to take note of an important ingredient in that definition. And that is hope. What is hope? Hope means expectation. As you are here, what is your expectation? What are you dreaming of? What is your vision? What do you intend God to do through you in this land? How do you want to reflect the glory of God in this land? Listen to me. I, te- I, I do teach missionaries. I have a mission school by the grace of God. Just as I know we are copying, we are imitating our daddy here. Amen. I do tell you, when you get to a land, don't just be concerned about the spiritual need of the land or of the community. Be concerned also of their physical needs. When you meet their physical needs, God will meet your own physical needs. Are you getting me? Praise the Lord. So, whatever we are doing, we need to have faith and we need to be faithful. Faith is absolute trust and believe in God irrespective of negative circumstances. Absolute trust. Sometimes the circumstances around you might be against what God is telling you. 
Listen to me when I was to move. Daddy, let me tell you something. When I was to move to that area, I have no money. In fact, the money we use in getting accommodation in uh, Okitipa, we borrowed it. How much is that money? 50,000 naira. We borrowed it. But look at what God has done. Absolute trust in God. Irrespective of what? Circumstances. What is faithfulness? Faithfulness, on the other hand, means consistency in trusting God. Many of us, we have faith, but we are not consistent in our faith in God. Whenever circumstances, situation, and many things are against what we believe, we withdraw and feel that God is not there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hebrew 11, 6. We have had the definition in Hebrew 11, 1. Then Hebrew 11, 6. What does it say? But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Listen to me. God rewards. And I see God rewarding this ministry. Amen. I see God rewarding our daddy. Amen. Listen to me. Our daddy, yes, has, has invested a lot. And I, told, I was telling daddy to encourage, I said, this is your season. <laughs> this is your season. You know, b- before the need arises, the supply will be waiting. Amen. I said, before the need arises, the supply will be waiting. Amen. God is a rewarder. That is what the Bible says. When you trust in him, when you rely on him, when you depend on him, listen, God will not, God will not disappoint you. If you trust, if you depend on me, I can disappoint you. Your husband can disappoint you. Your wife can disappoint you. But there is one person that can never disappoint you. And that is God. Hallelujah. Are you getting my tips? What's number one? Number two. Hallelujah. Then we are going to number three. Depend on God in providing for your needs. Depend on God. Always depend on God. Don't depend on your credit card. You can have billions in your credit card. But let me tell you something. (laughs) If God is not there, the wind can blow those millions away. Let God be your source. Listen to me, brethren. One of the things that help us is that we are consistent with him. We trust him for everything. And we depend on him for provision. Up till now, I can't tell you the miracle of how we build that that place. Have you had the miracle of feeding the 5,000? I have experienced it. Amen? I experienced it because Myself, myself and my wife, we just tell ourselves, don't look at the account. Just let us be looking unto God. And we see God doing it. Hallelujah. We build that place without borrowing a dime, a penny from any bank. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen to me. When you depend on God, God will give you the wisdom. Daddy was asking us for the wisdom of how we build that place. I said, Daddy, one of the things I don't know, <laughs> we just did it like this. Let's make all the bricks. How many bricks can complain, can complete this work? 
the architect said 16,600. Let's first of all get the bricks ready. We got the bricks. It was little by little, little by little with the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. Once the 16,600 bricks were ready, we started the project. How God finished it, I don't know. I just knew the date we started. And that place, let me tell you something, was built within three months. Amen. This is not us. It's just as a result of impartation of grace. Grace can be imparted. That's why I'm leaving this place highly imparted. I've been here for four Sundays now. Listen to me. Everything. Daddy, you know, I was so inquisitive, asking him questions, and then getting close to him. Hallelujah. Even a little handshake, a little embrace, I'm contacting grace. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't know what I... <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. So depend on God in providing for your needs. And we are to build debt free. Don't be Christian that if you hold there, hold some people there always in debt, your gospel will not be respected. Amen. <laughs> it's true. If you are in debt, you can't have the confidence to speak boldly. Then the enemy will always come to you, accusing you. What about that debt you need to pay? What about this? Please, the Lord is going to help many of us. All we need is to depend on him. Hallelujah. Let's just read Philippians 4.19. Philippians 4.19. Hallelujah. And my God shall supply all your needs. You see that? Depending on God, that is the key. My God shall do what? Supply all your needs according to what? His riches. Listen to me. Our God is too much. When you look up, to, Bible said they look up to you and they were radiant. And their faces were not what? Ashamed. When you keep on trusting him, looking unto him, he will never disappoint you. God knows those that trust in him. You can't deceive God. Sometimes some of all we don't trust in God, we trust in our dollars. Mm -mm. The silver, the gold, they are his. The cattle upon the hills, they are his. Listen to me, God can draw from his resources and cause you to do great things for him. Yes. Hallelujah. Number four, if you are going to enjoy uncommon grace, uncommon breakthrough, uncommon lifting, things that people thought is going to take years, I see God doing something for somebody here. Your labor of 10 years, before the end of this year, the Lord will gather them together and give you the harvest. Your amen is not like a believer. Say amen like a believer. Amen. God said it. Say it again. That's the heart of a believer. And you have to keep on confessing it. The Bible says we having God the same spirit of faith according to as it is written, I believe, therefore I speak. Sometimes you need to say and speak and walk according to your confession. 
Hallelujah. Number four. Do not despise the days of small beginning. Many a times in our generation, we want quick, quick. We are starting a business. We want it to just grow within a second. No, no, no. God is not like that. Sometimes God will have to take you through process. Sometimes you have to experience the wilderness before you can get your Canaan land. Some of us want to jump the wilderness experience. But it is in the place of the wilderness experience that God prepares you for the great thing he has for you. Sometimes, sometimes some of us want to jump trials, challenges that comes our way. We want to look for shortcuts. If God is the one that is taking you to that place, he will take, through, take you through the wilderness experience. Hallelujah. Joseph, that's my name. <laughs> God has to take him through some process before God can use him to save lives of nations. What you are going through now, and hell has come to it, you are living your wilderness, and you are going to experience the blessings of God. You are going to your Canaan land in the name of Jesus. But the problem with many of us is that after getting to the Canaan land, we don't remember the training that God has given us. Hallelujah. But let me tell you something. It is those training that you have that make you strong. It is those training you have received that make you to have insight. It is those training you have received that makes you to know what to do when challenges of sort that you have experienced before come your way. Hallelujah. Whatever you are doing, start small. Are you living in a room apartment? I don't know what you call it here. But daddy was telling me the name. When someone lives in a, in a room, that's everything. Studio. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't worry. I once lived in a one-room apartment. I'm telling you. Do not despise the days of what? Little beginning. Though your beginning was small, your latter hand shall increase abundantly. That is what the scripture says. That is what the word of God says. Don't try to be big in one day. One day. From one room, I moved to a three-bedroom. From a three-bedroom, I moved to having... Ah, how many rooms now? I can't mention. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's read Job chapter 8, verse 7. Job 8, 7. I want us to know that what we are sharing is a divine principle from the word of God. Hallelujah. What did he say? Though your beginning was small, yet your latter end will increase abundantly. We start that school, I told you, in a 12 by 10 shop. In a shop. They were calling me Nani Pastor. Because then we have nobody to work with us. It was myself and my wife taking care of about seven children. That was the beginning. Hallelujah. So when some pastor come, they said, Nani pastor. I don't care. I know where I'm going. I know what God has spoken to me. Hallelujah. So what you are saying about me is irrelevant. Hallelujah. I'm from seven children. We grew to 21. We started in November. 
November 3rd. By January, we are 21. We saw that 21 in a 10 by 10 by 12 room is too small. I mean, the room is too small. We moved to a three room. Three rooms. From there, the number increased. From a three room, we moved to a 20 rooms. From 20 rooms, while we are there, we are thinking, how are we going to, if we move from here, where, we, where are we going to go? What kind of structure will contain these children? Then God spoke. He said, you are going to have a place bigger than this. Hallelujah. I don't know how he's going to do it. Before you know it, he provided the land. Before you know it, we started the building project. Before you know it, in three months, the project was completed. Everybody in the community was saying, it can't be human being that is building this structure. It must be angels. It must be angels. Let's clap for Jesus. Listen to me. When God, when you make God your partner, you are unlimited. When you make God your partner in your journey of life, in your business, in whatever you are doing, you are unlimited. Hallelujah. Though your beginning was small, yet your latter hand will increase abundantly. Ecclesiastes 7, 8 also says something very, very important. Says, Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 8. Look at it. For, for retentive purpose. Job 8, 7. Ecclesiastes 7, 8. So if you are a good, somebody that can <laughs> no, you can easily flip. Job 8, 7. Ecclesiastes 7, 8. What does it say? The end of a thing is better than its beginning. Hallelujah. Always look at where you are going. There will be distractors. But look, your goal is more, is more important. Hallelujah. The last but not the least. Know the greatness of your father. Know the greatness of your God. How much of God you know determine how far you go with God. The Bible says in Daniel 11 and 2, those who know their God, they shall be strong. And she that do what? Great exploits. Listen to me. The knowledge of God is very, very important. Paul said that I might know him. And he said something for that Daniel. He said those who do contrary to the covenant, it will corrupt with what? Flattery. Doing contrary to covenant means breaking the laws. Doing against his word. Contradicting what he has said. Doing, walking not in his path. He said he will corrupt such person. Hallelujah. Daniel 11, 32. Let's see it. Hallelujah. Are you getting something? Am I a blessing to you? Hallelujah. Know the bigness of your God, of your father. Listen to me. You, have, you don't have to just know God as God. You have to know him as your father. As many as received him, he gave the power to become what? Children of God. All of us, we are sons and daughters of the Almighty. When, if your earthly father is useless, is irresponsible, don't blame him. 
He's not your real father. It's just by chance you came through him. Hallelujah. Your real father is God. Hallelujah. And the first identity of God is father. And our first identity is that we are sons and daughters of God. All other identities, they are secondary. So you need to know this and walk in that consciousness. My father owns the heavens and the earth. The earth is the Lord and his fullness thereof. Wheresoever the soul of my feet step on, the Lord has what? Has given it to me. So it's not a matter of I'm not from this place. I'm a sojourner. Therefore, let me just be managing. Abraham did not possess the place where he came from. He possessed the place where God sent him to. Listen to me. You can make this Atlanta a home. You can do great things in this place. You can leave a mark that generations to come, they'll be talking about you. How many of you are ready for this? Just lift up your hand and say, God, I'm ready. God, I'm ready. The book of 2 Peter, chapter 1, verse 3 to 4. Let me just climax this message with this. 2 Peter 1, 3 to 4, and I want us to read it. Hallelujah. Daddy, thank you for the grace and the opportunity. I'm blessed. Amen. He said, His divine power, as, as His divine power has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. There is a power, there is a divine power and that power is coming upon you. It will give you all things you need for life and for godliness. Look at the way it started. As his divine power has given to us what? Is anything exempted? All things that pertain to what? And what? It talk about physical and what? Spiritual. His divine power. So don't say I don't need God in this matter. It is it has to do with physical. I, I, I only need God when it's spiritual. God is concerned about every detail of your life. Say so is God concerned about my marriage? Yes. Is He concerned about my children? Yes. Is He concerned about my job? Yes. In all these things, God wants to reveal His glory. And the Bible said the all of creation, they are waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Anywhere you are, you are to manifest. Hallelujah. It's not a matter of color. I'm black. God is no respecter of person. God is no respecter of person. May the eyes of your understanding be open. That you might see what God has for you. That you might be able to comprehend what God wants to do to you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Second Peter, he said, through the knowledge of him, are you seeing it? Knowledge of him who has called us by glory and virtue. Verse 4. By which have been given unto us exceeding great and precious what? Promises. Listen, there are great and precious promises. There are prophecies that need to be fulfilled. And you are the instrument in God's hand. Listen, God can wait for many years until he sees somebody. 
Hallelujah. You are that person God is waiting for. I said you are that person God is waiting for. Shout hallelujah. That through this, you may be what? Partakers of his divine nature. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through loss. Our world is corrupted. It takes you following the divine principle of God for you to escape the corruption in the world. Let's stand on our feet. Hallelujah. Let's stand on our feet. I want to pray. I want us to pray some prayers. Hallelujah. Just wave to God. Something has dropped. I know something has dropped. This message is for somebody here. You have been thinking, how will I do it? You have been thinking, how am I going to achieve my vision? Listen to me. It's not by power. It's not by might. But by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. What God has given you to do, the vision in your heart, look up to him. They look up to him and they were radiant. Our God is more than able. And God will surprise you. God will surprise you. I want to pray and say, God, open my eyes to see. Let my eyes be open to see opportunities. To see what you have for me. Open your mouth and begin to pray. There are opportunities around, around us. All you need is an opportunity. I begin to think about after seeing many things. I say, I can start a school here. I call it Nigeria American School. And I don't know. God can use it to start something like that. You can start something that we reach out to the next generation. Something that will be a blessing to your community. Something that will, that will give you fulfillment. That vacuum is only in your heart. It's only God that can feel it. Say, Lord, open my eyes. Open my eyes. I'm tired of this present status quo. I'm tired of this present status quo. I want to move forward. Lord, I want to move forward. Lord, open my eyes. Give me a vision. Let me understand what you are saying to me. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. I said, Lord, remove every obstacle. Ask God to remove every obstacle, every hindrances, every lead in your life. Ask God to remove it. Sometimes we, we, we have some limitation around us. You can pray to God, is your father. Say, Father, remove every limitation. Father, remove every obstacle. In Jesus' name. I want us to pray this prayer. Oh, Father, I enter into my season of restoration. What I have lost in the past, they are being restored. Open your mouth and prophesy to yourself. This is my season of restoration. This is my season of restoration. This is my season of restoration. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. This is your season. This is your season. God is no respecter of person. Now is the set time to favor Zion. In the name of Jesus, we are the Zion of God. We position ourselves to be blessed, to prosper, to increase. In the name of Jesus, in every way, in every situation. Thank you, Lord God. Restoring our families. Restoring our business.